Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Public Affair. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to ask you guys to please take a look at my description and see how you can help donate to Fatboy Michelada y Botana. They had an unfortunate house fire and lost everything. I want us as a community to help give back to this family who's done nothing but good for so many people here in town, as well as myself here at The Public Affair. To Fatboy Michelada y Botana, I am praying for you guys. You guys, I'm pleading to you, please do what you can to help this family out, get back up on their feet. Many prayers to you guys. I love you all so much hey everyone you're listening to the public affair with me andrew g i see someone different every episode but do me a favor keep it between us <laughs> that was stupid it was good that was good it was that was cute right? we should keep that <laughs> hey guys what's going on it's me angie g and welcome to another exciting episode of the public affair now before we continue of course i have to use this opportunity thank you guys again so much for all the love and support that you continue to show for the show i truly appreciate it to rogue media network we got mike and allison back here producing this episode of the public affair my very luscious guest who i'm so excited is here and i couldn't wait to invite on the public we'll get that in a minute okay and to everybody <laughs> to everybody who has liked share and subscribed to the public affair you guys are the best don't forget to do so before this episode starts all right do it right now i'm not i'm not doing it until you do it hold on okay perfect you did it <laughs> all right guys now before we continue let me use this opportunity to give a shout out to drunk to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of the public affair this episode is brought to us by my boy david sandabanez with david with alinea real estate the number one sales agent in his office that's right he's gonna help you buy a home or sell your property make sure you follow him on facebook um at david with alinea just call it up on the screen i know a lot of you guys are really really scared about jumping into buying a brand new home he's gonna walk you through the process step by step and it's gonna be super easy because that guy is the goat david Thank you so much for all the support that you continue to give the public affair. I truly appreciate you. Of course, the Arturo's frame, where Arturo Yeva de la Cruz, they do wood framing for houses and all remodeling. That's right. They also assist with building brand new homes because sometimes, like, you don't want to go move in somebody else's house, right? You want your house built the way you want it. From the ground up, Arturo's frame has got you. Habla en inglés y español. You can call that on the screen for a free in-town consultation. You think I spoke Spanish, did you? Follow <laughs> on Facebook as well, Arturo's frame. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair. Oh, of course, to my boy Joseph Blancas with JB Auto Detailing, who provides mobile detailing. For all of Waco and the surrounding area, listen, he is promising 100% satisfaction guarantee, leaving your car looking brand spanking new and fresh. Listen, we don't want, who wants to go to the car wash? It was mad hot outside, it's 107. You got to wait in line. No, 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 listen, he's going to come to you and he's got you and he's super affordable to you. He offers a number of different packages and prices. Just go visit jbautodetail.net. Tell him I sent you as well. Follow him on Facebook as well, JB Auto Detailing. Joseph, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And he's also involved in another endeavor with his boy, Toby Lopez, with Solar Guard Service. Surveillance. They're providing top-of-the-line home surveillance systems for any property. You know, not that cheapy $200 stuff that you're buying online. I'm talking about the high-quality, <laughs> top-notch stuff that you can... No, I'm talking... No, shade. No, yes. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? And they, they also specialize in home audio equipment, solar well pumps, solar lighting, solar gate openers, and so much more. Listen, all of the home and improvement equipment that they have are all top-of-the-line. Go follow them on Facebook at Solar Guard Surveillance and call the number on the screen to book now. Toby Lopez and Joseph Blancas, thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public fair and welcome to the sponsorship train thank you so much and of course to juan morales with waco fencing and stuff listen juan is building privacy fences and chain link fences that's right perfect for all that extra at home privacy he also does demolitions woods builds wood decks stone patios and gorgeous flower beds contact him with the number on the screen he's gonna make your super, your property look super snackish super cute and your home is missing that one thing that privacy fence so you can walk around any type of way you want juan's got you affordable work but high quality as well darling that's right Juan Morales thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair I truly appreciate you alright guys so like I said um, my next guest is 
I, I never thought I was going to do this. Like, no, no, I really thought, like, this is this is interesting. We, we tackled mental health on the show. Mm. We, you know, we've tapped, you know, especially as it pertains to Latinos, Latino men, because you know, I'm a Latino man. And so, you know, I, I just, I'm really, really excited. Listen, I met her at the Waco Empowerment Conference just a few weeks ago. As soon as I heard her speak, as soon as I saw her, just just gorgeous wavy hair, flumptuous body, and she's really smart. And the lips, I, I love your lips. Thank you. I do love your lips. I just don't do girls. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Listen, she's a local therapist here, mental health therapist yes. here in town with her own private practice. I am so honored and excited to finally welcome Miss Paulina Gonzalez here on Hi. the Public Affair. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank I'm you so for excited. coming. No, you know, you know what's crazy too? Because at the, at the conference, you were talking about how shy you were. Your speech was like five minutes long. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, <laughs> but now we're just like loosey goosey, and you brought me wine. Yes. And I, yes. I thank you so much. Do you buy all your clients wine? No. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm, bu- I'm booking no, now. Okay. <laughs> no, yes, I think this is a lot easier. Well, this mm. is like usually what I do. I just talk to one person. To at one a person. Time. Okay. We <laughs> should have got the couch, like, you know, where I can lay down yes. and I talk to you about my problems for an yes, hour. Yes, I should have brought my stuff. No way. Yeah, no, just my, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my get my um, audience would be like, Andrew, you are fucked up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but listen, thank you so much for coming. Like I, I mentioned, we, um, we did meet at that conference, mm-hmm. and you are a local therapist here in town with your own private practice. Yes. Um, so, you know, uh, just real quick, I, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Vera Castillo, yes. uh, Annette Aguilar, um, that put together that conference. It was the first uh, co-ed empowerment mm-hmm. conference, and, and it just went off without a hitch, right? Yes. And, and so I, I would love to get your thoughts on it and how you thought it went. I think it went really well. Yeah. I liked the speakers. I liked mm. the host. Oh, stop, <laughs> stop it, darling. Stop it. And I think I even liked the people that were just there, oh, like yeah. the vendors, everybody. Oh, yeah. I think it was a really good time. It was cool, right? I liked it. Who was your favorite speaker that wasn't you? It can't be you. Oh, my goodness. That's so hard. I think um, it had to be Dominic. Yeah. Because we were all, like, really nervous. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. like, we were kind of talking about it. Right. And everybody had their tablet, and I was like, "Should I have brought my tablet?" Okay, she, <laughs> like, she had her, her index, her loosely paper. Yes, I had okay. my loosely paper with my kids' construction paper yes, wrapped around it. It was cute. And then Dominic was like, "I don't have uh-huh. anything," and I was like, <laughs> "And he was, but he did was, so. Yes. He did such a great job. Everybody did really good. Yes, everybody did amazing. Uh, my brother Maro Maldonado, my best friend, my yes, brother, yes. He, he spoke as well. He was the last speaker, mm-hmm. and that was out of his comfort zone. Yes, he had an iPad. He yeah, he ready. had he had the whole big giant iPad. <laughs> yes. He he texted me that morning talking about, "Can I bring the iPad?" I was like, "Well, yes. I'm sure you can. Like, yes. bring your notes." It was his first time public speaking. It was his first time opening up just a little bit. That he, hopefully, we're gonna have him back on the show. He's on episode 49. Mm. But that was more fun, like slutty, you know. Yeah, not slutty. I shouldn't say slutty, but their their girlfriends bought me slutty things, which oh. which made the episode super fun. But mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you know, I was I was proud of him too. I, I know I'm biased, but he was my favorite speaker, yeah, because yes. that's my brother. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but no, yeah, it, it went out great, and I I liked your speech the most. But I'm really happy that you didn't. Well, not I didn't. Yes, I liked your speech a lot. <laughs> I just told you, Marles was my favorite. <laughs> came out fucked up <laughs> i loved your speech and i'm Thank happy you. that you didn't say too much because i was like oh i'm pulling her on my show oh. i am pulling her on my show and we are going to talk about her life because it just sounds tragic mm. it sounds like you went through a lot of tragedy in your life i did i feel like i personally did yeah well and, and what gets me about it though paulina is because um for you to have gone through so much tragedy i wonder what equips you to help people um Get rid of their tragedy, mm. or even just a little bit of it. But we're gonna get into that in just yeah. a second, okay? But before we go, um, I, before we continue, <laughs> the episode's over. Um, <laughs> can you talk to us a little bit about who you are in life growing up, please? Yes. So, I was born and raised here in Waco, Texas, and that I kind of give my little spiel, like the what I yeah. did in the beginning of the empowerment group, because I'm like, that's what makes people comfortable. For sure. For <laughs> so sure. I'm it. a first generation American. Um, I was a teen mom. I mm-hmm. had my daughter when I was 15. Yeesh. I know. Yeah. And um, and then I graduated, and which was really, you know. Yeah, I graduated and went to college. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we could talk about that more yeah, later. Yeah. But I went no, to college, no, okay. graduated with my bachelor's degree in right. social work um, from the 
universe like Charlton State University. Yeah, I got you. And then master's degree from the University of Texas at Arlington. Yes. And then I'm currently going to um, oh. I'm in a doctorate program oh, to get is my that PhD right? in social work. Girl, get your yes, life. Yes, yes, good for you. Doctor, future doctor. Uh, okay. no, we should have said Dr. Gonzalez. <laughs> She's, okay. Future, I've, future. I've no, been corrected. You know, when I had the chief of police on the show, I didn't know what to call her. Mm-hmm. I was like, do I call you Dr. Victorian? Do I? Yes. She was like, you just call me Chief Shell Victorian. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> I like that. No, uh, you know what though? Like, I, I like that you brought up that you were a teen mother. I, I wonder mm-hmm. what your family dynamic was like like for you growing up um i mean were you pretty rebellious and was there things going on behind the scenes like mm-hmm. that you were just so sexually active spreading your legs in school like you know what mm-hmm. i mean like no not no she wasn't a hoe no i was just <laughs> no no i know no. well no. i think that's like the stigma right like that's the well, stigma behind yes. like teen moms that's what i think naturally people would think they think that they're promiscuous yes, and, you like know. out there yes but no okay i was like the complete opposite like the yeah. yes like i still graduated in the top 10 percent of my class oh. i um was a cheerleader okay. i was like i was in school i like you go school. to school where did you go i to went school? to school la vega like my whole life oh la vega so, yeah. okay yeah so mm-hmm. grew up there and so um yeah so you would think that it would be someone like that but that's not me i'm still pretty right. much the same like i'm reserved yeah. and like it's just that you know. study time got a little boring sometimes mm. and, yeah. i actually <laughs> well i think like culture uh-huh. it has a lot to do with it oh okay like i like i said i was you know born mexican-american so like yes in my outside life like american culture like that's what i was doing but in my household it was mexican culture like that's that's well, well, explain. I'm Puerto Rican, yeah. so yeah. Okay, well, like, my mom would have whooped my ass if I got a girl yeah. pregnant at 15, but she had nothing to worry about because I was gay. But like, you know, just. Well, I feel like well, that's, that's <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't gonna fucking happen. You have shit um, to worry about. <laughs> I feel like well, mm-hmm. I feel like you know like, and maybe this is like a stereotype, and maybe not for replies to everyone because right, right. I feel like there's still different cultures within Mexico, but. Okay. Um, like my, with my family, I feel like getting married young like wasn't a taboo. Like cat, oh, starting okay. a family young like wasn't a That's taboo. That's just the way it was. Yeah. Well, it's di- what part of Mexico? Um. Well, my mom's from Campeche and my dad's from Zacatecas. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. But you. so like. No, I, I get what you're saying about the Mexican culture thing though, because I I went like to Mexico and like you know Mexico, Mexico, like, mm-hmm. not the beach, Mexico, and it did seem like. There was things like that going on. Not mm-hmm. not to say that there was just little girls parading themselves no. all over the street, but like it, it wasn't um, a taboo, like you said. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, we were sending the freaking little kids to go get us beer, yes. and their parents were like, yes. "Okay, you know what I yeah. mean." It well, was, I think you yeah. have to grow up faster. Yeah, you, know? you know, yeah. You so the, the circumstances chance. are just different. It, it is weird because here, like I, I wouldn't be down with that. You know what I no, mean? And yeah. so it, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. So. So your parents didn't necessarily get angry with you when you were 15 and pregnant. Well, I feel like they were like, "What's like? You shouldn't have gotten pregnant." (laughs) (laughs) They were like, "Yeah, make this work." Yeah, Yeah, but it was still like, it wasn't like I'm gonna kick you out or like you're not. So I was very fortunate in that sense, and I think that is probably why. I am where I am today because right. it wasn't like, well, you have to leave and get out because okay. we're not going to help you. My parents are still very supportive. Yeah. I don't even think my like parents really understand what I'm doing or like why <laughs> I'm going to be called doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, because uh, as a therapist, though, there was probably mm-hmm. nobody for you to reach out to. Wait, wait, so wait, backtrack, backtrack. I'm, I am jumping ahead. In terms of your family life growing up, though, mm-hmm. everything was pretty solid in the household. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> well. <laughs> wait, she's like, hold the fuck up. You jump, yeah, you jump in trains. I, here. Okay. I always talk about this, and I talked about okay. this a little bit at the conference that I think like being raised by emotionally immature parents, and right. I don't mean that in an offensive way because no. I still love and respect my parents, and I think that life experiences is still yeah. like something to say. Like, right, you know, right. they still have some say over me or what I right, should or right. shouldn't be doing, but. I think when you're raised by emotionally immature parents, like it's hard mm. to get your needs met. When you say emotionally immature, were they young parents too, or oh no? Okay. No, I think they just like were emotionally immature. yes, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people could just be emotionally right, immature, right. and I think just like not knowing how to meet your kids' needs or. I like that you say that, and you did bring that up in the conference. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I'm parents. My mom and dad, please don't get fucking mad at me. I think that <laughs> I handle and assess things and process things different more maturely than both of my parents. Mm-hmm. I do. And mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how I was able to learn to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I think that like even the, I talk about my brother being arrested mm-hmm. and, and my brother, you know, for something really bad. And, um, we both processed it different. To her, her son in her mind is innocent and does no wrong where to me it was like, that's fucked up. And yeah. he should be in jail for longer. But yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, well I think like 
Um, and so, you, you know, to not be offensive to parents. I talk about dialectics a lot. Oh, like, <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I've been offensive on the show for over 163 episodes. Sorry, okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. But like dialectics is mm. a term used in therapy because we have like this thing called dialectical behavior oh, therapy. Okay. And one of the skills is dialectics and that just means that two things even if they're different yeah can be true at the same time oh okay. and so like you know you could still love your brother like support your brother nah, I, I didn't talk to him in seven years okay. well your mom <laughs> your mom could still like love your brother support your brother yeah. like right and still see like good qualities in him right. while still holding him accountable for things that he's done wrong. I could tell, I'd see that. But that yeah. takes emotional maturity. Okay. You know what so I mean? So am I, well, okay, so here's a good question. Am I emotionally immature for axing my biological brother out of my life? No. No. I okay. don't think so. No, no, I think we all have reasons yes. why we can't participate. I, I will say I have not spoken or heard from him in seven or eight years. Yeah. My brothers are Jaime Gutierrez and Mara Maldonado. Those are my brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's just weird. I don't know. It's just yeah. Oh, that's a, that, God, that's a different episode. That, 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 that's episode <laughs> 2.0. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk to you about being a teen mom. Mm-hmm. You were a teen mom. Yes. And, and while your parents were, okay, you're not going to stop school. You were top 10%, you know, whatever, La Vega. Um, were, were there still challenges with that? Like, I mean, was baby's daddy still around and stuff? Did yes. he? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, like, um, Again, I give like the sugar coat version first, and then <laughs> I'm like, funny. let me really tell you what's going on. I don't on. want him finding me trying to whoop my ass now, Paulina. No. Okay? Okay. He's yeah. also in jail, so you oh, have perfect. To worry about it. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. but those, oh, Paulina, those are the best ones, though. No, <laughs> the, the guy, the guy who stole my Nintendo. It's like, well, he you, stole your Nintendo. Yeah, I was like, do you need me to go bail you out real quick? Or I, you can steal this one too. Like, <laughs> it was one of those drunk. I, you I, went, know, I went through that one night stands. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we we you were in our early twenties. What do you fucking expect? We didn't know better. I was three hundred pounds and you know desperate now no, I feel bad. yeah <laughs> no, but. But he did steal my name that little motherfucker i'm gonna go find this kid and take that shit back no i'm just kidding no that, it's been so long it's been like 10 years but anyway go ahead okay well yeah. again i always give the sugar coat version because it's easy this is awesome. go ahead. but, <laughs> <laughs> this but is yes awesome. yeah. like i st- i quit school for a bit oh, okay. i like I, I mean i technically like i wasn't like a dropout but mm. i dropped out like i stopped going well, you're like, i can't go yeah, yeah. I, well and i think too like the person i was with was just like not a good influence uh, okay uh, <laughs> so, oh was he like i'm gonna go get this job at burger king and, you know, uh, no I mean, yeah. we just were both like being bums basically okay. like no but no i worked and stuff yeah, i yeah. tried to work and i did start working full time at a right. restaurant and trying to do things like that but i i stopped going to school oh, and okay. it was a very abusive relationship really yes okay. like physically abusive mm. emotionally abusive was he physically abusive to you or were you guys both um like getting mad and lashing out at each other i mean you were kids yes yeah. well i don't yeah. know if you know this i like statistics so of teen relationships have domestic violence in it mm. so it's not uncommon because mm. it's big emotions mm. for like not big brains okay. not in a mean way but you know your brain's fully developed right around 26 is that so, right mm-hmm. damn and so at 16 15, 17, like, you know, you have very minimal brain function to try to deal with sometimes really big issues like having a kid, Okay, you know? And so I didn't blame him a lot for that. I think that we were both young. um, And like, well, you asked if, you know, I was also abusive. (laughs) And I think like there was a turning point where I was like, okay, I'm tired of being abused. Right. And so like I would fight back. Well, and the only reason why I asked too is um, I I recently just read up on an article about a situation where um, the woman was um, abusing a man. Yes. But nobody talks about that. Mm -hmm. And and the same goes to, I'm not trying to go there with you, but same thing with like molestation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like women abuse young men as well. But that's never just like, not spotlighted, but never talked about as much as the alternative and same goes for abuse. And so that's why I asked that question. I wonder if it was something that you guys were doing to each other or if it was something that you had to endure as a young, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It definitely didn't start that way, but Mm -hmm. it definitely like ended that Mm -hmm. way. (laughs) I just got bothered by all that. I'm sorry. Yes, no. Somebody just shared something with me and it just like, Oh, made my skin yes. cringe. So anyway, no, yeah, okay. So th- in terms of the hardships and stuff, so obviously the baby daddy, he wasn't really. No, yeah. yes, I don't. Um, obviously, like he's locked up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, do, like, so, so, 
do you get to have does your kid get to have a relation no okay no. so that's just non-existent no now is that a decision that you made because of choices that he made or how does that all work out Yes, and I yeah. always tell my daughter, like, you know, I nobody gives you a handbook, mm-hmm. and I'm a young mom, too, and so I'm right. like, if I'm making a mistake, it's I promise you I'm doing it because I think this is what's best. Right, for sure. And so, to me, like, I'm really flexible. Like, I have, like, a lot of people in my family that have done, like, a lot of questionable things. Yeah. And so I'm willing to, like, look past a lot of things, but okay. there's some things that I'm just like, you're just not a safe person. Okay, and so for him, unfortunately. He's just yeah. not a safe and person. And so I, I wonder how your daughter... Is she does she understand now or how do you yes. as a mother explain that to her you know i well one i talk try to talk to her a yeah, lot yeah. we talk a lot and then <laughs> therapy i feel like she's a therapist hello Paulina. <laughs> yes. I, why did i forget all about that that's why you're, yes. here. you're a therapist okay. yes. <laughs> okay. i and not only like am i a therapist but i really do believe in therapy and so right, i think right. just you know talking to her about it and then going to therapy i think is going to be a lifelong process yeah, for, for sure. her to understand those things okay got you how old is your daughter now She's 14. Jeez. Yes. Oh, my God. Paulina, you look amazing, girl. Do Thanks. you? Yes, you are. <laughs> I wish I was a teen mom and looked like you, bitch. <laughs> so moving on from that struggle, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm again, being a teen mom, you, you drop that up. Well, not drop that, but you kind of stopped going to mm-hmm. school, you know, um, did the restaurant or, you know, the work thing or whatever. At what point did you decide, okay, it's time to take control back of my life. Um, it's time for me to get back in, back my head in the books. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and. Put everything in perspective. Yeah, I name drop, so I'm sorry no, if anyone drop, gets please. mad. Oh, at we me. love the public affair <laughs> for that. We name drop, darling. Yes. I was working at a restaurant, and there was an older woman named Cynthia, mm-hmm. and I would wake up like at 5:30 in the morning to be at work because yeah. it was a restaurant. So right. you know, and she, it was like me and her, like what well, two people would open. Yeah. And I don't even know when she told me this, but she was like looking at me, and she was like, "So, like, what are you gonna do for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Like, is this what you're gonna do?" For the rest of your life. Right. It's just serve tables. Yeah. And I was like. But don't knock it, Cynthia, because I kind of miss that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Wasn't it lit? Like, yes, now, now it that was really fun. Now that we're older, it's like, oh, I bet I could go make some fucking bank now. Like, yes. when I was 18 versus 30, I'm going to go get a, I'm gonna go get a serving job somewhere real quick. <laughs> I am. I'm going to. Go ahead, go ahead. I think that would be fun. That's going to be fun. I'm going to do it on the weekends. But it's fun, yeah. I think, on the weekends. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not trying to make a living off of it. I'm going to do it on the weekends. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Anyway. But, but she um, told you that. Yeah. And I I don't think she was, like, shading that because I feel like, well, she was older. You know, she worked there. And I think that's, like anything that doesn't harm people and you're just like trying to live like right. good for you you for know sure, for sure but i think because i was so young that's why she was like well like what are you doing mm. like i'm older you're younger what are you doing right you know like there's and still so, an opportunity mm-hmm. for you okay yeah i don't even know if she ever knew that that was the reason why i really? was like you should yes, go reach out to her i know I'm a, yeah cynthia reach out to we, me. Do, is, does she still live here you think or? i don't know let's I go, don't know. go to the restaurant i'm where, where restaurant was it? it it's closed down now oh shit bitch yeah. no nah, she if she served restaurants at that age she's still serving a restaurant you somewhere think else so? that's what they do they they serve yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no. Okay, yes. so she really inspired you to kind of get your life yes. back on track. Okay. Yes. Because like, wow, she really crazy. just asked me that, and I was like, mm. "Well, I don't know what I'm doing." Well, because at some point you were probably at a comfort zone, though. Mm-hmm. You were probably thinking, "Oh, you know, I'm making two, yes. three hundred dollars a week." And, yes. You know what I mean? And yes. Yeah. And I, you know, it's not comfortable when you're like in like stressful, abusive situations, right. but you get comfortable. I got you. Mm-hmm. That almost becomes norm for it you. Becomes your normal. Wow. Mm-hmm. What did your parents? Did you ever share with? You? Latinos, we did not grow up with therapy being an option. Mm -hmm. I could never talk to my parents about any issues that I was having because that was just non-existent. Mm -hmm. Was the same for you? Yes, I think so. so, They didn't understand it. But that's what I'm saying. So what outlet did you use to, like, talk to somebody about I'm being abused or I'm in a a toxic relationship or, you know, I'm struggling or... Yes, I... I think that's really why I'm a private person and like don't like talk a lot because I think that I didn't have anyone to really talk well, to n- at that time. None of us. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I tackled it was with Dominic. Mm-hmm. With, you know what I mean? And yes. that, that's why it's so interesting to me, Paulina. So I wonder, God, and it, it's gonna. Oh my goodness! Oh, we're gonna jump all over the fucking place. It's okay. <laughs> no, it, it, it's gonna lead me to why you even became a therapist and how mm-hmm. you knew that it was a safe space for you. So there was nobody for you to kind of reach out to to talk about these things with. No. How no. the hell did you manage? I I 
just managed. I think, well, one, I do have a really supportive family. So while it wasn't probably supportive in those ways, like, mm. oh, I could cry and tell you about the things that I'm experiencing, it was still really supportive in other ways. Right. That was really helpful. For sure. Um, and then eventually um, I grew up a little bit and was able to open up a little bit. I have a best friend. Her name's Latoya. I didn't yeah. drop, so. <laughs> Shout out and, to Latoya. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. she's been someone that I feel like I've been really able to open up to. So. I, I think it's important to have those those confidants in your life. Yes. Don't you agree? Yes. 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 And then eventually I went to therapy because yeah. I was in school and um, going through a breakup. Okay. Was, you know, which, I mean, my breakup took a long time. So, but <laughs> One of those long yes, breakups. Yes, but... <laughs> which shall go unsaid. Yes. yes. So I, I went to therapy. Yeah. And so um, I... I think that's really what helped me. I, I wonder, um, there's two people in my life that have seen me like break down, ugly cry, like, oh my God, you're a fucking wreck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's been like who I said earlier, I'm name dropping too. Uh, Jaime <laughs> Gutierrez, who has been my best friend since I was 15. That yeah. is my brother. He has a son now who is my world, and I love that. The only kid I really like. And, <laughs> and, and then um, my brother, Mauro Maldonado, who you met yes. at the Empowerment Conference, has seen me just at my worst. I mean, just like down yeah. in the dumps. <laughs> His yeah. kids are cool, too, though. They, they, I think they like me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've been friends for uh, three years. Um, I just never thought of seeking therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder what was the turning point for you uh, Paulina to go seek therapy. Yes, I think I was already in school okay. and I was thinking, well, if I'm going to be a therapist, I feel like I should be on the other side mm. knowing what it feels like because it's really nerve wracking. Like I mean, yeah. <laughs> to go first, you have to find a therapist and right. then there you have to go through like all different websites, read their bios. Decide. Well, you got to get comfortable with them. Yes. Like you're about to spill your guts out to this yes. person. Yeah. I go, I went to Emma Church and she's in Waco. And I really oh, I know her. Emma. Yes. She's the one with the hair. And yeah. Stuff. She has a podcast, I think. I'm going to say this, Mike. I don't care. Oh, he can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> Mike, if you don't like this, we can take it out. <laughs> we did a podcast, choose the win, like who has the best idea for a podcast contest, mm-hmm. right? And I was one of the judges. Yes. You know, when I judge competitions, yes. I'm going to give it to you straight up. Look, yeah. Emma Church had the best idea. Emma Church was the best one, and I thought she should have won the whole shebang, and Mike picked all three of them. But yeah. I, <laughs> but I did. I told Emma. I said, Emma, you had the best concept. You had the best idea. I think that what you wanted to bring to the table was unique and individual, and everybody else was like, either didn't make sense or cliche yes, yes. and, and, and I, I've not had an opportunity to like hang out with her but I've met her yes. a few times I fucking love her yes that bitch is a she's rock amazing. star I love her yeah she's Shout amazing out to Emma Church. yes yeah. and it's really hard to be a therapist and go to therapy right because and then you're like well that's not how I do my stuff yeah. and like I already heard this or like <laughs> uh, I need okay, you to tell you. me something different and I feel but like before you went to her though you weren't a therapist is that right well, when I went to her, I was a therapist, but I also had other therapists that just didn't work out. Oh, I got you. <laughs> so. Oh, we're going to get into that later. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I got that in my little notes. Yeah. Yes. You made me delete that one thing. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, okay. So so as a you know somebody who's studying therapy, mm-hmm. you decided you were going to go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Emma Church ended up being the best one. For sure. Yes. yes. She gives insight that I feel like even I, like, I would walk out and I'd be like, oh, that does make a lot, That's of, a lot sense. of sense. Yes. Well, listen, Paulina, I want to get more into your um, your status as a therapist. Mm-hmm. I want to get more into the taboo. I want to get why you started to become a therapist, um, especially specifically for. I really want to talk about therapy for Latinos. I, I feel yes. like we are both Latinos, and w- that is so important for us to go ahead and start normalizing. But we're gonna take a quick break, all right? Okay. And she's gonna feed me more wine. If you guys haven't recognized yet, I'm slurring my words because I don't know what the fuck wine she brought me and what. <laughs> shit she put in it but this shit is awesome <laughs> paulina i am so excited to continue more with you but we're gonna take a quick break and you guys when we get back we're gonna have more paulina gonzalez here on the public affairs so stay tuned this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this exciting episode of The Public Affair with my very special guest, Miss Paulina Gonzalez. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. I love my sponsors so much. Of course, I want to give a big shout out to Banda's Hauling Service with Julian and Banda. They rent dump trailers. That's right, darling. You fill it up and they haul it away. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town if you need a tow as well. Book now with the number on the screen and they got you. Listen, save their number, you guys. You're going to need it. They're going to be there when you least expect it. Banda's Hauling Service, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Manny Garo Blue Star RV services. He's a mobile RV tech who can fix all RVs. That's what I'm talking about. Travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, even food trucks, and so much more. He deals with warranty companies, so he can get paid all his labor and everything. Just pay him a small service fee, and he's got you. Him and his team are completely professional and reliable. Follow on Facebook or call the number on the screen to Blue Star RV services. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Strike Opposed Photography or Mario Rosales, a digital photo booth business, perfect for parties, private events, corporate events, and so much for listen it's fun convenient and easy call the number on the screen and book now follow on facebook at strike oppose photography 23 Maya rosales thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair girl i truly appreciate you of course to fernando de la rosa with big bear lawn care he's a small landscaping business and listen y'all's lawns are a hot ass mess call him now and take care of that mess he with a professional with big bear lawn care he specializes in mowing edging mulching and so much more call the number on the screen for a free quote to big bear lawn care Fernando de la Rosa, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair, of course. Oh my goodness, to Elite Barbershop with Sid Rodriguez located on Hewitt Drive. Call the number on the screen now or download the Squire app to book. Walk-ins are welcome as well. He's going to have you looking as snackish as I have for more than 163 episodes of The Public Affair. He also has Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Fletcher, and Isai Reyes over there making you look as snackish as I have. Listen, Elite Barbershop, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. If you guys want to look hot for your wives, go to Elite Barbershop now. Walk-ins are welcome as well. Thank you so much. Of course, to Jay Petal and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. They provide delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls. They also have tan handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert. That's right, Donnie. You can choose from a menu item or create your own because, Paulina, I like to be in control, so I like to make my own poke bowl. Have you been to Jay Petal and Poke? Yes. A girl. Love tell it. them. Tell them. Tell Love them. Love it. It's What's so your good. favorite thing to get? Um, A bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Paulina likes to customize her own bowl like I, I like do. to listen. Locations on University Park Drive and Hewitt Drive. You can also order online at jpedaltx.com or download the app at jpedal. Thank you guys so much. to Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you guys for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. All right, Paulina, we are going to get right back into this episode of The Public Affair. Local therapist, Paulina Gonzalez. <laughs> Paulina, I don't know what you put in that wine. <laughs> I always do this. Yes. <laughs> Are you one of those bad influences that get your I friends guess drunk? So. Yeah. And I'm always like, it tastes like juice. It's a, no, it's, it's vibe. No, this is not that juice. That one tastes like juice. This, you did some therapy on it. Does it taste it, like juice, though? Let me see. This is the bubbly one. Yes. Right? Let me see. We have to have options. Oh. It tastes like juice. Yeah, this is great <laughs> juice, girl. Okay. <laughs> You don't allow drinking while you're doing work, though. No, 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 no drinking. <laughs> like, so a, a client has never came and was like, okay, I just need to hit a blunt or like drink something real quick. Or... Yes, yeah. but no, like I wouldn't like do it with them or like no, talk no, no, to no. Them but like beforehand, if, if this is what's gonna get you to be loosened up and make you feel comfortable, then that's okay. Uh... Um, I, yes. I like to tell I mean, my guests to have a drink before the show, mm. so that way you could. I don't ever want anybody to feel exploited on the yes. public affair. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that's not a, this is not a gossip show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want you to just be you. Yes. And if you're gonna be loose by just having a few drinks, yes, you're fine. You yes. know what I mean? A lot of people, you know, drink and smoke, and so yeah. I feel like that's. I've never smoked. No. I've never even smoked a cigarette. No. I've, you no. cough, so it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because I don't want my teeth to turn yellow, and I don't want to have bad odor. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you that's know what fair. I mean? And, and like yeah. and weed, I don't know, smoking was never like sexually appealing to me. No, you cough. It's well, so uncomfortable. It's just, it's just that, but like when I see somebody smoking, yeah. I don't want to have my sex with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it's just I mean I have, but like I don't want to. <laughs> <you know? laughs> you know, what is, what is dating like for Paulina as a therapist? I mean, do you do you do you use your analyzing skills on these men because listen, uh, men we be playing games. We, we do. Uh, men be playing games. I don't care. Men, please don't hate me for this. You know, I, the gays already hate me, but I'm a man. I've played the same games to get mm -hmm. what I wanted. You know what I mean? Are you good yeah. at like overanalyzing people and like reading them and like <laughs> you ain't getting in these in this blue dress, bitch? Like I was gonna say, like obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Are you saying Paulina is just I feel like I'm getting better. Right. You know, with each experience, I'm okay. learning more and more about like myself and about yeah. what I'm looking for. And so, so who's more in the DMs? Because listen, you're strikingly beautiful. Okay, so who's more in the DMs, dudes or girls? Oh, no girls. No girls. No girls. Have you wanted to dip in the lady pond once or twice? Um, no. No, it's no, not your thing. No, no. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like well, I don't. Because you know, yeah. Emma, you know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love her, and I love Emma. I do. I love her. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I mean, like no, <laughs> but I feel like I, I don't think. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> Well, no, okay, listen. Because I, I feel like every, like, you know, when you're like younger and you question your sexuality, I feel like I've done that. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, well, is that okay. just me? No, no, no. <laughs> I feel no, no. Like okay, that's let, me, let me share this. <laughs> let me share this. I will share this with you, Paulina. Mm-hmm. I always knew from the womb mm. that I was attracted to men. And, and, and I think the re- God, I, I'm going to get a little personal. I think the reason why my friends fuck with me, because I do hang out with a lot of heterosexual guys. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I will say a lot of gay men don't fuck with me. Mm. I, I I have a hard, I have a hard time making gay friends. Yeah. Number one, I don't relate to the struggle because nobody cared that I was gay. And, and number two, I don't push my I don't push my ideas on nobody. Yeah. This yeah. is what I do. Yes. Let me do me. I, I don't want to fuck any of my friends. You know, I, I had I had a very good conversation with my best friend the other day. I was like, I don't you know I don't want to fuck you, dude. Like you you are my you are my brother. I will embrace you and yes. be there for you. And you know these other dudes that I mess with, you know what I mean? Yes, they, they ain't shit. Yes. You know what I mean? But like. I have a hard time balancing that mm. because a lot of people, when they see me with these guys, they automatically think, "Oh, you want to yeah. you want to be with them? You're just trying to get in their pants." But it's that's no. not the case. No, you like, have I, a type. These too. are my friends. Yeah. Well, some of them are my type, but that doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. I want to have sex with you. Like, I yes. just my friendship is more important than getting in your pants and ruining anything that would have. Oh, for do, sure. do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I have a sense of logic and and understanding yes. here, and so um, it was just it was just different. Yeah. I feel like I am different. You know mm. what I mean? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Getting off topic, you know. Uh, so so have you, do you get to use your skills as a therapist to like read somebody who might not be, you know, or does Paulina like to have fun too? Um, I try really hard not to be like a therapist when I'm dating. <laughs> when <you're> dating. <laughs> because that makes, that makes things weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I try really hard not to, but sometimes it's hard like to not mm. see things and right but i i don't like i know you're playing games bitch yeah right? yeah well with I people that play games with me i just like cut you off oh is that right i just i'm like in this era of like cutting people off how old are you paulina i am 29 why you had to think about that because <laughs> i had to i was like how old are you? Yeah, <laughs> at 32 I, I was just sharing with my friend the other day um you know when i started the public affair three years ago i was very mm-hmm. promiscuous like mm-hmm. i you know even up until like maybe six months ago yeah. and now i don't want to just sleep with anybody no i just yeah. don't like no yeah yeah and i it's don't just, think there's that there's anything wrong with that either like well i will say i'm about to burst at the seams but you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's different there's yes. abstinence bullshit but you yes. know yeah yes. yeah but no no like i i think i'm more choosy about who i mm-hmm. you know give my body to there's yes. those people who i will always because i trust you and mm-hmm. you know like we, we just have an understanding but just to be on grinder looking for a hookup i'm mm, no yeah i've I'm never out. been on like dating apps yeah. or anything okay well one i don't want to like see my clients because i think that'd be weird <laughs> but well you but, know but no <laughs> no slept with clients yeah yes, yeah but no not me no, 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 but um yeah. but i'm joking <laughs> we're joking <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> no but i i um, like I said, I'm quick to cut someone off. Like right. you do one thing. Like someone called me big money one time, oh, and I was oh. like, I, oh, you're I was out. like immediately no. Because he's like a gold digger at that point. Or you think I have money? <laughs> I, know. I don't. I know. And my best friend just got on to me for this too, and I, I'm not gonna get into it. But he just got on to me for sharing my uh, financial status on the show. <laughs> yes. But, no, don't do that. But he was like, well, I didn't share like how much money I got in the bank and all that. But oh, you know, okay. I try to be relatable to everybody because everybody thinks oh. because I have the biggest podcast in town that I'm just money bags, oh, okay. mansion, seven bedroom house, bitch. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, uh, two bedroom know, apartment. You know, but, but I understand where he's coming from. He, you yeah. know, he doesn't want me to get back. But listen, okay, let's let's go back to the therapy. Okay. You as a therapist, what tactics? What tactics did you use to find clients to work with? And how were you mm. able to convince people? Oh, I'm like a a safe space. I am comfortable to talk to. Yes. You know, I'm not just good looks in a blue dress. Like yes. I'm, I like am educated. I am trustworthy. Because mm. you guys have to like, you can't even name your clients. No. Yeah. 
because I, I know when we name dropped somebody earlier off camera, you were like, I can't confirm or deny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn, bitch, my bad. Like, you know, you're like, yeah. we're like, we all know. There's nothing wrong with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I wonder how you as a therapist that was up and coming at the time, um, how you were able to, like, brand yourself, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I hope and I think that <laughs> I try to just be authentic to me like um i'm really trying to push like because therapy is a white dominated field okay and so i'm trying really hard to like push back on all of that and you know say like oh this is what professionalism is supposed to look like well no this is what it could also look like Mm, and i can you know wear like giant hoops and have like tattoos and And still be really good perky lips which i just think are amazing (laughs) thank you and i can still be good at my job okay and so i think that just being authentic to who i am and representing the community that i want to work with is something that I'm really passionate about and dedicated right. to. So you, you mentioned earlier that it's a white-dominated field, mm-hmm. which, no shades to the white. We love our whites. No, I've yeah, slept with sure. plenty of white men. And, you know, and so, no, no, I have white friends. That's a joke. No, just no I have white <laughs> friends, too. No, I, you know, I, I, I joke, I joke. But, um, you know, it is a predominant, like, therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I should really ask this to a white person on the show. But, like, you know, they probably had a little bit more. We, we speak in the shoes of Hispanics, mm-hmm. we were never allowed to seek that. We weren't allowed to talk about our problems. Everything was like, keep it in the house, move on, yeah. deal with it. And so how, what was it like for you to like, I can, I can name job Dominic, uh, Dominic <laughs> Villa. No, he did. He actually referenced you mm-hmm. and said that you were his therapist on this okay. show. Yeah. And we love Dominic. He, he was looking snaggish. And, and so can how do you deny? Uh, okay, fine. You know, he said on the show, but <laughs> no, how do you chip the barriers in our community, in our community, and say it's okay for you to, like, seek somebody like me to talk yes. about your problems with. Well, I think, like, like I said, like, the things that I've been doing, I feel like I just try to stay authentic to right. who I am. So, like, when I just started my private practice, I was at a church and in South Waco. And I love South Waco. Yes. And so... You know, just like they gave me like a little corner office and I was like, hey, you have to call me to come inside. Like, you know, and so it was just really like things like that. So like people that worked at the church saw me They're like, oh, like, who's this? You know, and it was a Hispanic and black church. And so I think just meeting people where they are, because I'm not like, you know, trying to like be in fancy buildings or doing any of those things. Like I just. I had to go get you. Yeah. Isn't yes. that cute? Wasn't that cute? <laughs> yes, I, I had to go get Paulina. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. I, I want my shrimp cocktail too when I get down there. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay. So basically it was just like in the environment that you were in. Yeah. And, and there, I guess that you, you had help from maybe the community or the workspace yes. to say, hey, there's this girl here and you should go have a yes. chat with her. Yeah. And I think like, you know, when I'm, in my bio, like I said, I know that that's something that people look at. And mm-hmm. I had really, I had a lot of issues with my bio because I feel like people were telling me not to do certain things. Mm. My bio, I can't tell you exactly what it says anymore, but okay. it said something along the lines of, um, I want to help uplift the BIPOC community. Mm-hmm. And so BIPOC is black indigenous people of, people color. of color. Like yeah. that's why I do therapy. It's okay. because I want to help the BIPOC community. Right. I'm not saying that's exclusive and I won't work with like anybody else. I'm just saying that's my target population. That's your target, right. And I remember like when I was starting, people were like, maybe you should change that. Maybe it should be like, I want to help the community, especially the BIPOC community mm-hmm. or something along the lines of that. And I was like, mm, that's not what i mean well then you're then you're you're just axing out authenticity at Mm -hmm. that point right yes to make it more palatable or make it more desirable for other people yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so i did it if i would have listened to everybody that told me what i should say in the fucking public affair i wouldn't be able to yes i I think that people like authenticity i think they do so i think people resonate with that yes the hood fucks with the public affair heavy and i love it yeah, <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. I was telling somebody today. I was like, "Oh, I love that my target audience is the hood." I do. Yes. I do because yes. I feel all safe. You yes. know what I mean? Like when somebody comes for me on social media, they mm-hmm. go after that bitch, and I'm like, "Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes." And so I feel like I live in the community that I want to work with. Right. I work with the community that I want to work with. Like I'm in the community. Like okay. I live in North Waco. My yeah. Um, now my office is on Columbus Avenue. Um, that's North Waco, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But that, Columbus is totally North Waco, and yeah. it's easy to access to. Yeah, because so I, I slept like... with somebody in Columbus, so that's mm. North Waco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah now that we know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that, you know, like I said, I live where I right, want right. to work. I talk to the people that um, you know, so. No, I got you. I wonder as a therapist, have there been some story? And, and obviously, I know that there's a lot of confidentiality that goes mm-hmm. with that. So you don't have to name any like clients or particular things. But, but I do want to ask this. I wonder if there are any stories or, or clients that you've dealt with that where you were just like, this is too much for me and I'm not equipped to handle this. Yes. Okay. Yes, totally. Like, and, and it's not that like. And it's not that, like, that person's so messed up that I, like, don't know what to do. It's just, like, that's not my specialty. So let me refer you to someone who this is their specialty. Oh, okay. I I was going to ask how you Mm -hmm. handle that, too, because I wonder if, like, they spill your guts out and then you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do. What is is not Paulina's specialty? Um, Not Paulina's specialties would be, like, if you have like an eating disorder and that's like the major problem. Mm. Like if it's not trauma and it's like your eating disorder is like your major trauma. Mm. I feel like, um, drug abuse. Like, yes. Like which, but I, but I have worked with people with drug abuse issues because if they're only Spanish speaking, Mm. then there's not a lot of Spanish speaking therapists in Waco. So I'm like, let me go ahead. I mean, I know Eminem speaks no Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, let me go ahead and help you. But so things like that, that if there's someone that's like better equipped. Right. But I also understand that there's like barriers to that because Mm. I understand people probably pick me because I look like them. Well, yeah, I feel like you're very relatable. Thank you. And that's why I think that's why I was so like attracted or drawn to you was because like, okay, you know, when when I got the guest list for the um, empowerment conference, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I know Marl. I knew Dominic. I knew Daniel, Mm -hmm. who just refuses to come on the show. Shout out to Daniel. (laughs) Uh, Right. Didn't didn't you give us like a fucking dissertation on? Yes. He did. And I love him. (laughs) Daniel, you could talk, bitch. Come on the show. All right. (laughs) Stop playing. You know, he just does not want to come on the show. Yes. I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, I, anyway, stop. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I like that you were relatable. When I saw you at the Waco empowerment conference and they told me that you were, cause we didn't know each other prior to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know you. Yes. No. I, yeah. And well, so, I saw your podcast. Yeah, I mean, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but when I saw you, I was like, Oh, she just looks like, you know, voluptuous vacation vibe. She looks regular, regular. You know what I mean? And she mm-hmm. did. I guess when I think of therapist, I think of like, you know, suit and tie, you know, skirt you know mm-hmm. whatever and you were just regular you know what i mean yes. and so uh, in the same aspect do you think that that was a disadvantage in your career the fact that you look so relatable to people i feel with certain companies with okay. certain <laughs> you know like, but, but i don't want them suing me now all right <laughs> they're like be, yes because i think like you know i'm i told you i'm in in school and i'm the only person with like tattoos yeah and, that wears hoops and like dark lip liner and or whatever. I bet them boys looking at you like, Ooh, I want a piece of that. <laughs> We're yeah, all okay. women cohorts. So oh, is that right? Shout out to all my PhD okay. buddies. Some, <laughs> but, yes. but yeah, so <laughs> you're like mm. yeah, so I'm probably in the leg pond. All right, go ahead. Okay. But but yes, I feel like I feel like you know mm. I'm like, I, but I I really like that and I think that I right. want to bring more. Like you could be a therapist and you could look okay, I got like you. you. For sure. That's I, it. I, I wonder you as a therapist, Paulina, how do you do your job without being judgmental? Like I, like, I wonder if there is a situation where somebody's telling you something that they did that was pretty deplorable in the eyes of society. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier about, mm-hmm. you know, our, our experiences in Mexico. And um, I wonder if there is a situation that has ever been brought to you where you would just in your mind or maybe in the back of your mind. This is this is the part where it gets complex somewhere in your mind where you're like oh fuck you bitch but at the same time there's that other part in your mind that's like i have a duty mm-hmm. and i have to help you through this yeah do, do you face those challenges yes i think all of us have biases because we were all raised differently we all have different beliefs values morals and so of course like that those things do come up but when it comes to therapy i feel like and you know we talked about a little bit about my past like i've been humbled so much (laughs) and the way i tell my clients is like life has literally grabbed me by my shirt Mm. and like pulled me down and like brought me to my knees and so to me i'm like who am i to judge anybody else just trying to be happy i got you just trying to like heal like move on yeah yeah and so i think like while i do have my own set of values and morals like that doesn't really like of course it does interact with Mm -hmm. what therapy but it's not at the forefront of it so you as a therapist do you think that society does a bad job at giving people second chances for their mistakes 
Of course. Really? Yes. I mean, we all make mistakes. And that right. that was kind of like my point of like the whole empowerment conference right. is that like people like the sugar-coated version, mm. but the reality is like, let me tell you. Right. <laughs> like, well, this, is, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like I tell people that, you know, maybe that are criminals, the difference between them and us is that we didn't get caught. Well, and, and yes. in, in most cases, you know, there's some I didn't do what my brother did. Yes, yeah, but yes. you know, I, I, yeah. Of course, there are some yeah. things that I think like that you're just like not a safe person right. again, right. you know. But I think, like you said, like most of us have done things that are illegal uh-huh. or would be illegal or deplorable for that matter yes. that that are looked down upon. You are not yes. perfect because you're no. a therapist. Yeah. Yes, and mm. so I always try to tell my clients that, like, look, oh, I'm struggling too. Okay, <laughs> you know? we we all in the struggle bus, girl. Yes. Don't play with me. Yes. All right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. So, so in that same aspect, do you ever? Is there ever a time where you feel like? backtrack has there ever been a time where you had to throw in the towel and be like i can't do anything for you maybe somebody wasn't receptive to the to the information or Mm -hmm. maybe you just felt like this was above and beyond anything that you can handle the only time that that has ever happened was when the clients weren't ready Mm. So like if you're ready, I'm ready, you know, but when you say they're not ready, like, what do you mean? Like they're not ready to do the work. They're not ready to like really talk about like be real because like, you know, like I'll like sit here and I'll be like, you know, I could be wrong, but I really feel like you're not being honest with me. Mm. And so that's really the only times. And that's just like everybody's ready at different times. Do you tell that to people Mm -hmm. like, hey, I know you're lying to me. Yeah. How do you how do you read somebody lying to you? Um, I feel like there's like small cues, but like stories don't add up or like they told me something one week and they told me something different the next week. And again, it's not anything bad because I feel like we're all just trying to preserve ourselves. And that's why I tell everyone you could heal now. You could heal in 20 years. You can heal in 60 years. But the truth is, is that if something's bothering you, it's going to come up until you heal from it that's why i just tell everybody to just be true to yourself mm-hmm. if you're gay just be gay if you're a dumbass bitch be a dumbass bitch. <laughs> no, no 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 okay I, I i talk a, i, I <laughs> paulina i've talked a lot about it like as a gay man mm-hmm. it bothers i don't maybe i am biased right because like I didn't have a hard time coming out. I didn't yeah. deal with what everybody else dealt with. Like, in terms of, like, oh, I'm going to disown you or I'm going to, you know, my friends were always very, in, or in my family, for that matter, were always very embracing of just who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I I encourage everybody. I, it makes me mad when I see people my age or older still acting like pe- we don't know. Mm. Do you know, not mad, but, yes. like, bothered. Like, yes. like, who do you think you're fooling here? You know, yes. You know what I mean? And so... I just encourage everybody. I don't only speak in the gay thing. You know what I mean? Because mm. that's all I know. And yes. so so I, I always encourage everybody, like, just be yourself. Do you as a therapist have a hard time encouraging somebody to just be themselves? I think it's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think um, I went through things, but I could also understand, like, other people have gone through harder things. Like, what you're, you gave the example of, like, being gay, coming out. Well, your family was like, okay, mm, you know, but I understand that's not everybody's story. So right. I think that that makes things more difficult. I feel like that's what gives me a disconnect with the gay community, to be honest. Mm. I do. I feel like that's what I feel like that's why a lot of them look at me different, mm. if that makes sense. You know yes. what I mean? Because like to me, this whole gay LGBT thing, that's just like a thing. Yeah. Like that's just like, yeah, move on. But some yeah. people find it like I think like a a source of empowerment because right. they don't have a family that's supportive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's where my disconnect is. Mm-hmm. I need to come see you for therapy. All okay, right. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. So Paulina, um, Oh God, I hate that. We have to wrap up soon. Does Paulina need therapy now? Yes. Paulina always needs therapy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I'm a big advocate for therapy and I always tell people like, if your therapist isn't in therapy, that's like a little questionable. I feel like you, we should recognize that we also are not perfect and mm. we need help. Right, for sure. So do you seek, or, or do you seek, other, well, you're seeing Irma Church. I haven't in a while. You haven't but. in a while? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, you know, I guess, I guess here's my, here's a good question. You've seeked or you sought therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder you who have the skills as a therapist can give yourself therapy. 
No, because no. okay. bias, like you don't see things like other people see. Okay. But I don't think therapy is forever. I think that you could go to therapy for three to six months, feel better, go live your life. And then you're like, oh, my goodness, something else happened. Or I feel differently about this situation now. Now I need to go back to therapy. Uh, I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. Well, God, Paulina, listen, I loved having you on The Public Affair. I think this has been so insightful. We re- honestly could have talked for like five hours. I could have talked no, We could have talked more. <laughs> no, well, you know, we still have a little bit of time. Is there anything that I left out that you might want to bring to the table? Or I mean, not specifically that I feel <laughs> But I feel like I could have kept talking. <laughs> well, no, like about what? Tell me. I mean, I don't know. It's like about like everything. I feel like yeah. life and yeah, therapy. I got you. And so, so for you and your life, okay. I, well, here's a good question before we leave. You know, you as a young teen mom, mm-hmm. um, who had went through the trenches. You know what I mean? And you were able to turn all that around, and you, now you're going for your doctorate. How do you use your past experiences to encourage your children today? Because you are a mother. Mm-hmm. You have what two or three kids i have two kids you have two yes, kids and yes. so how do you encourage them to not make the same mistakes that you did and you know to be able to push through life i think you know honestly like me being a teen mom isn't like a very relevant topic um because i think that my kids are just going through their own lives right. and i think just encouraging them to be good people i always tell my kids i don't care what you do i don't care what ends up happening? I just want you to be able to support yourself, mm. have a good life, and don't hurt other people. That's it. And that's it. That's what, those are the only requirements yeah. I want as like as a mom. Do you think you're doing you're doing a good job with them following that? Yeah, I think yeah. you know my kids are super funny, and I say this mostly as a joke. But my daughter, perfect, beautiful, <laughs> my son is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> but he's sick so yeah, i feel okay. like you know he he's has... gonna be one of them ladies men you gotta watch out for oh my goodness i'm so scared i'm so scared yeah. <laughs> but it's very humbling to <laughs> I got be you. his mom <laughs> well listen paulina i've had such a, the best time with you here on the public i wish we had seven hours unfortunately we don't we are out of time but you know what um how can we reach out to you for services in case anybody's watching this episode and is like, I need therapy right now? Yes. I, okay. So one, you can find me on Instagram. It's Paulina underscore LCSW. I have a little link there so you can request services. Sorry if I haven't gone back to you. I'm really busy. Uh, um, but <laughs> <laughs> also like through psychology today. And my email is Paulina at rooted and all right. Awesome. So, yes. Well, Paulina, listen, if you guys are seeking therapy, if you're a Latina watching this program and you have, didn't ever think that you were able to seek Pauline is available for you and for anybody who is scared to seek therapy (laughs) that why is that a a tongue twister (laughs) I just want to like my s's right now (laughs) like I'm Asian it's because I watched the karate kid but no No, but for anybody seeking therapy make sure you guys hit up my girl Paulina um, Gonzalez thank you so much for coming on to this episode of the public affair and what I really appreciated too about you is that you are relatable to us you look just like us. You know what I mean? And, and so I think that makes the process easier for a lot of people. And yes. I think that while you probably acknowledge it, I, I hope that you do to a certain level. Yes, thank uh, you. Okay. <laughs> no, that means no, a lot. no, it does, for real. So, Paulina, thank you so much for coming on to the show. For everybody who tuned into this episode, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Follow Paulina Gonzalez at on Instagram. Yes. What's the Instagram handle? Paulina underscore LLC. There you go. <laughs> and she's booked and busy, but don't, that's okay. We'll, we'll post the link. I'll get back to you, probably. Yeah. Do you have a website? <laughs> I don't have a website. Okay. Yet, but Booking info. Yes. The booking info. You could just request it and I'll call you back. We'll post the booking info in the in the comments. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. there we go. Mm-hmm. On, in the description. Make sure you, in case you guys. Listen, thank you guys again so much for watching this episode of The Public Affair. Um, Before we go, I definitely want you to stop opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode. This episode is brought to us by Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez. Located at 3304 Franklin Avenue, they offer team, small group, and individual skills training. They also have elite skills training to make your kids superb star athletes with open play on Monday and Wednesdays for ages 16 and older. The Public Affair is also a very proud sponsor of the SoCo Soccer Teams, um, coached by my brother, Mauro Maldonado, who was at the Waco Empowerment Conference. SoCo Soccer Academy, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Hummingbird Party backdrops and decor my girl, Ana Limones. You can call for all party decor, including beautiful balloon props, giving extra flair to your party or event. She also has a number of wooden backdrops and more as well. Call that number on the screen to Hummingbird Party backdrops and decor my girl, Ana 
Vanity Mornis. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Jesus Sanchez with Brothers Roofing and Remodeling all the way from Mart, Texas. He's a small construction business from Mart, specializing in general roofing needs and so much more. Protect your home from the crazy elements of this nasty weather. Ew, wife, Texas weather is so crazy, right? With his high quality and affordable work, he also offers financing options as well. Call the number on the screen now uh, to Brothers Roofing and Remodeling. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Poil Box and Audio with my boy Jeffrey Monreal. Home for all your LED needs and audio accessories, installation of stereo door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom stuff for enclosures and much more. Listen, he's pimped my ride to no avail. <laughs> he has. And if you need tint, go hit up Boil oh, Box and Audio. Girl, you need some tint? Yeah. I'm going to give you Boil Box and Audio's number. No, it's just on the screen. Really just get the okay. number on the screen, okay? Yes, one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. Thank you to Boil Box and Audio for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. And of course, to Jay Perez and Henry Flores, what Waco made contracting. Amongst a plethora of services, Jay and Henry are offering amazing granite quartz countertops, backsplashes, and so much more. He also offers special public affair pricing. If you call them on the screen now and inquire about it, Jack of all trades and it was ready to get everything done in one job to wake up made contracting with jay press henry flores thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public i love those guys i need to get them on the show yeah i do need to get them on the show yes. they're, they're great yes okay listen to everybody who's tuned in we love it um paulina gonzalez thank you so much for coming thank on to this you. episode of the wine i don't know what you did with this wine girl you, you and your therapy yeah no it's not but don't forget paulina to always keep it between us This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>